All right, that's my bad. <laughs> I think I have a now fire eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, that was my fault. See, when, when, when we have a guest that I really like, the conversation <laughs> offhand is so you get into it, and then you forget we actually have a show to do here. So I'm, I'm scrambling for the intro, and so I apologize for that. But um, <laughs> well, well, it's what you get. It's, it's, what you, it's what you've come to expect, the level of grace you've come to expect from uh, my performance here on DDP Radio, uh, live at ddpradio.com. But we are live. Um, it is uh, Wednesday night where I currently reside. Bumped up a few floors, the 374th floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, where we are firing on all cylinders. And if I stand on the, uh, on the observation deck and I squint my eyes, I can't see Russia from my house. But I think I can see Crystal waving up there in, uh, in the mountain tops of northern Ontario, uh, where she is currently joining me. Uh, my co-host, as always, the lovely, the talented, the one and only Crystal Stewart. How are you, Crystal? Any better, I'd be twins, Mike Mullins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. it, well, well, if, if if we can't make it work, you and I can maybe star in the remake, the the Arnold and Danny DeVito. Crystal and Mike oh, are there twins. We need to get funding for this ASAP. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, well we're going to quit the jibba-jab. We're going to move on to our guest. We're going to bring her right on. And it feels weird to call her a warrior of the week because we've already called her that and all that stuff. So I think we're going to put her in the Warrior Hall of Fame because she's been around <laughs> here forever. You guys know her. You guys have seen her. You've seen her name everywhere. I, I truly mean this. I, I've been around this community for a long time, and I don't really know anybody I hold in higher regard uh, than this woman right here. She is so inspirational. She's been one of those people that through the good times and bad, just knows to the grindstone, just keeps moving forward. Even when she can't move forward, she kind of holds her own and just keeps plowing through to the other side. Uh, she's always the first person to kind of reach out and, and, and start a collection. If, if one of our brothers or sisters are uh, are in need, she's just, one of the beacons of, of positivity here in the community that you uh, really, really, uh, you know, really stands out our community from others. And I'm excited to have her on. Um, and uh, not to mention one of the only people that I will take at face value when she uh, recommends a good record for me because she isn't talking to face to music. We're going to give her a big head, but that's okay. So, Kat Arnett, how are you? 
Oh, thanks, Mike. That's uh, such a such kind words. I really that means a lot to me. Thank you. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I'm awesome, and and I can't believe it because I was talking to you. I said, when was the last time you were on the show? And I couldn't believe it's been seven years. I was thinking maybe five, a year or five two, years. but five yeah. years, five years. I'm sorry. Yeah, five years. I know. Unbelievable. But, but that's so, the passage of time, right? Yep. That's exactly yeah. right. And that's going to be a big um, thing we're going to touch upon today because you're one of those people, like I'm one of those people, like Crystal's one of the people that have had ups and downs and are still here because that's where that's where the race is won. It's not always winning. It's just sticking around long enough to keep you in the race is a big part of uh, what I want to talk about tonight, but five years is a long time. And uh, for the people who aren't familiar with your journey or how you got here, can you give us just a quick little uh, synopsis and update or, uh, you know, how you kind of found your DDP yoga, uh, DDPY origin story? You know, what? Got oh, absolutely. Into the so yeah. Um, okay. I came to DDP yoga, like a lot of other people through Arthur's video and that yeah. was 2012. And I bought the DVDs, and they sat on my shelf for at least a year. And then 2013, thanks to you, you organized a workshop in Dover, New Hampshire. And it was December 7, 2013. And Ava and I went, my wife Ava and I went to the workshop, and that was my genesis. That was the beginning point. And the reason I went to the workshop was because I was terrified to even attempt to do the workouts because I really could barely get to down to the mat. And I was really afraid of, of hurting myself. So I said, you know what, if I want to get good at this, I have to learn from the people who do it. And that's what brought me to the workshop. And then I just took to it like, like a duck to water. I just made it my own got a thick padded mat and um and went from there and it just it became part of my life and the community and we made so many friends and just had uh, it just was the best decision that I ever made in my life to buy those DVDs and let them sit and collect dust because that's what brought me to the workshop and that's when everything just started to take flight and and here I am and um and uh, yes it's been a journey and there are ups and downs um that's it hasn't been linear you know it's it's very dynamic and and fluid but um I'm still here and I'm still thriving and and better than ever and um very grateful to be here and 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 really happy to be here with you guys tonight so I thank you for that you are so thank welcome. You. And, and, and you know, you and Ava are the are the coolest couple. I, I always I always say that you guys have so much fun, and I always see your posts, and and I always see the music you listen to and the movies you listen to, and you know, it's it, we all come to this journey in different walks of life, and and I feel like when you get under the same roof as people, you know, when you get uh-huh. under the same roof, it really cements a certain kind of, especially when you're new. Like you know, you can easily you know weave in and out but when you two came to the workshop and everyone kind of gets together you see somebody's face you connect eye to eye and it really makes uh-huh. like uh it ma- it really cements it and 
I feel like so many people, especially with something like yoga, you know, not yoga, but DDPY, but I'm just saying yoga in general, it's intimidating for a new person to come in out of the blue like that. It's one of those workouts that you feel vulnerable because you're bending in places. And I know that I would never, you know, show up, you know, sticking my butt up in the air like that or like trying to like, you know, my shirt coming up. But it's one of those things you feel intimidated to walking into a brand new place like that. And I feel like, we're all in that spot when we first come here. And the fact that you went to that workshop before you even did the workouts, you know, without being familiar, that's like a whole level of bravery that I wouldn't be comfortable with. I'd have to be like, have things down pat before I even, you know, attempted it. So that was desperation That was on my part. That was really me being desperate and just saying, this is my shot and I have to do this because I just knew that I knew that it would work. But I had to, I had to figure out how to put the pieces together. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's perfectly said. Mm, that's amazing. Sorry, so, Kat, sorry, Crystal. You, so, sorry, Mike. Um, you, you know, you're an OG. You have some <laughs> DDPY time under your belt. Um, so where, where? Are you now in terms of your workouts? Like, how has the have has the program been successful for you? Have you lost a bunch of weight? Do you feel better? Well, I'll tell you, um, life has been pretty amazing. There were a couple years, um, 2017 and 2018, were really challenging. Um, I had mm-hmm. a lot of had some personal losses in my life and um so it, the road got bumpy and I'm you know also a recovering food addict so right. you know what do we right. do when when life you know gets gets heavy I mean for me you know I found comfort in sugar in particularly sugar. and sugar never failed me you know it just was always there ready to you right. know welcome me back um, so there was that. And then last year, about a year ago, uh, a couple things happened where, um, and again, the community, this community has just been just amazing to me personally. Um, one of the warriors, D- DJ Clark, I'm sure, you know, he, I know you guys yep. know DJ, he's him. been around. Yep. Yeah. So DJ found great success doing the ketogenic lifestyle food plan and I said you know what because he was struggling for quite a while and we we commiserated and he he just all of a sudden was taken off and I said no this is there's something to this I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out and my buddy Adam Hips he's another OG he he just helped me one day we just sat down on a Saturday and I was really struggling I said I just I got to get back. I don't know how to do this. And, you know, one workout at a time, one choice at a time, one meal at a time, whatever it takes, you know, that's just, I just said, okay, you know, you've done this before and you'll, you're going to do it again. And just buckle down and get your stuff together and no more, you know, fooling around. And, and that's basically what I did. So it's been, been about a year now. And um, combining DDP yoga with the DDPY with my keto food plan, and I've also added 
um, a third element of intermittent fasting. And mm. that has just been the equation for me to get me from, you know, stalled to, you know, fully energized and just ready to, you know, rocking out. And I have, wow. I'm now at my lowest adult weight, um, which I'm now like 235. My high weight um, in 2002 I was pushing 350 pounds, and I don't even, I can't even remember how I navigated life that way, but I did. Um, but it's a lot easier to do it, you know, south of, you know, 300 and 250. And, you know, now I'm getting very excited to be closer to 199, my goal of Wonderland. Wow. Yeah. And, um, so now it's just this is where I'm at, and I'm just looking forward to keep going. You know, I'll be 60 next month, and or like I, I just figured out the way I'm going to say it. I'm 18 with 42 years of experience, <laughs> <laughs> and and that that's just kind of it's kind of you know that's my path of just sticking in with it, hanging in there because my desire to live a healthy life is just been overall. That's been everything to me. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better partner and just a, just overall, you know, vital and vibrant and 60 years young, not 60 years old. So and here I am. It's, I, That's amazing. It's a great mentality. I, you know, especially nowadays, I feel like our generation and, of course, your generation and people coming up, you know, who are getting to the, you know, 50 and 60 years old, we have more opportunities to live a better life, I feel like. I feel like people are aging better nowadays. I think you're able to kind of stay active longer. You know, sometimes back, you know, my grandfather, he passed away when he was 71 and he seemed ancient to me. Now I look at my dad mm-hmm. up on 71 and it's a different 71. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like there's yeah. so much more ability to live a great life as you get up to those years. And I think the fact that we're kind of seeing that gives us motivation to take better care of ourselves, too, because we have a lot of life left to live. It's not just packing oh, it absolutely. in like, you know, our generations previously. It's true. But here's the thing, yeah. and, and the thing that I've noticed, and I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but, well, you're younger, you're much younger, but in my age range, when I go to – you know, a public place, I look around and I see a lot of really large people. And I'm like, I just wish that I could just share this with everybody because, you know, you're going to be around and it could be a great experience or not so great. And I've just, I've just was desperate to be healthy, you know, and really make it count and, and enjoy the heck out of life, you know, and not be a patient and, and just, you know, a statistic of, you know, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, you name it, you know, and, and you know, that's, so that's, that's where I'm coming from, you know. I, um, I, especially after my health problem a few months back, which I had gotten some news recently when I, when I was kind of talking to some people about how close I really was to just, you know, packing it all in. Like, I didn't realize how bad everything was a few months ago. And, and, you know, sometimes it takes you uh, something like that to kind of rattle your core a little bit. 
and I had been fighting health issues for a while that I had been ignoring, you know, kind of, you kind of convince yourself, well, I know what's going on. It's mm. just because I didn't eat, eat much or I didn't sleep much or I didn't, you know, you always have sure. the answers. And I kind of got mm-hmm. a cocktail of medications that have really helped me, you know, deal with actually like the problems. I'd, like I had a, my, um, my uh, thyroid had been working at a level that I was at risk of just acute heart failure at, at any moment. <sighs> so I, I started getting out a lot of these things under control. But, you know, being in the hospital for five or six days, you know, and, and just realizing the gravity of it all, like, I really kind of took into account how much, like, life we miss just staring into a phone and, and just, like, you know, being sedentary. And I made a, an, a real decision that, you know, if, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out with a few more experiences under my belt. I'm going to make sure to get outside and I'm going to make sure to do things because I feel a lot of people, you know, kids coming up, I'm going to sound like an old man by saying this, but so much of life nowadays is sat through the lens of a smartphone or video games or whatever your you know technical vice is. That yeah. I feel when you said that all those people are dealing with the obesity problem, we're obesity you know, epidemic here in America. But I feel like the next generation has a lot more to battle because they're just stuck on those devices. And I, I feel that, agree. like you said, like you said, Cat, like getting out and doing something, living life again, and I. A couple months ago, I made a point to stop dwelling in the negative news stories or politics on Facebook. I wasn't going to get into it. Mm. Yeah, things are hard right now, but I can't solve it, and all doing is bringing me down. I stopped checking my messages obsessively. I stopped just going on. I stopped going to a concert and filming it. I put my phone down and watched it and experienced it. And when you actually do that and kind of learn to disconnect from that obsessiveness, it makes your life better. It makes you happier and you learn to live in the real world again. And I feel like so many people are missing out on life through through those, you know, vices and devices. I agree. You know, and and somebody that, that I know you like him too, but I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. And last year, you know, Kevin had the Whittlemaker and, and, you know, almost could have died, could have easily died. And he, he mm-hmm. just recently said he, and he, I was inspired by him with his weight loss and coming back after the Whittlemaker. He changed his life drastically. And now he says he considers life as on, on borrowed time. And this is somebody who's much younger than me. And this is his take and his perspective on, you know, on life. And it really, it it just shows you the preciousness of of life. And I said, well, if he can do this, damn it, I'm going to do it. You know, and, and I have to, you know, if I ever met him at a conference, something I would just thank him for you know really inspiring me because it just it, it meant a lot to me you know that number one that he survived I can't imagine living in a world without him you know but uh, you know, we all have the responsibility to yeah do the right thing you know yeah and I mean He's such I a, think a positive guy too mm-hmm. oh god yeah. oh, I'm sorry Chris I didn't yeah. your toes. No, that's okay. Um, And this is, you know, it's a really important thing because it kind of happened to me when I was diagnosed as well. There's a huge difference between living a a set of circumstances and existing in life those same circumstances as well. So, you know, wow, it's really, it's amazing what we get used to or what we deem as, right, or what we deem as quote-unquote normal. 
because mm-hmm. it's not normal. It, it it always amazes me because I've talked to a lot of people who have started DDPY and they've they've lost a bunch of weight and they feel really good and and they all say the exact same thing. They didn't realize how horrible they actually felt until they started to feel good, until they started to feel so much better. I totally agree. And that 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 feeling, the feeling of positive and just vibrancy and, and feeling alive and living instead of existing, that, yeah. that tastes better. And the freedom that comes with it tastes better than anything that you could buy in a store or, or you know, at a restaurant. That's just true. It's just, it's priceless. So much, so much of the journey when it comes to weight loss or any kind of change, really, we focus on the logistics of the food and we focus on the workouts. We focus on all these things, the mentality, the psychological aspect and the outlook I feel are the most underutilized, you know, underlying conditions of, of human beings. I find that my biggest problem in my own life comes from this reoccurring uh, bout of, of uh, cynicism. And I, I feel it coming on. I get frustrating. I get frustrated. Mm. I get annoyed at the world. Things start bothering me. I get into a place like everyone's, you know, and you find yourself into that, get into that point where you just fall into that kind of trap of cynicism. And as soon as you're there and you let it kind of consume you, everything around you suffers. The, yeah. the, the DDP yoga program, it, it, we always say it's a three-part system. It's, it's diet, it's exercise, but it's also like positivity and mental, you know, the, the mental you know, state you put yourself in. I always say that's the most important thing because none of those things are going to sustain you unless you have the attitude to go along with it. And let's not face it. We live in a world right now where, you know, it's kind of, it's, there's a lot going on and there's, there's people we disagree with and there's people that make us annoyed and angry. And it's a really, easy spot in them in history to kind of fall into that negative mindset. And you really got to watch that because in the grand scheme of things, there's only so much that one person can do or one person can solve. And you're in, you're bringing yourself down. You're bringing yourself into this pit of despair and cynicism and anger and depression, and it's going to affect you and it's going to affect other people around you. And it's, you know, I, always kind of reach out in those circumstances. I find a lot of, you know, self-help people just obnoxiously eye-rolling, but there's certain people who connect with me. Dallas Page, of course. Kevin Smith is one of those people you can put on a DVD, watch a three-hour lecture that he just pulls out of his ass. Like, he just, he just, you know, stream of consciousness of just really decent commentary, like inspiring, you know, he's a good person. And when you're done, you feel like almost like your soul has been cleansed of some kind of negativity. And Mm -hmm. it's so important to kind of just reach for those positive. And you're one of those people, Kat, and you're one of those people, Crystal, too. Like you just look for beacons of positivity in life to kind of pull you through. It's so important. And we need that. We need that. I, I mean, I reach out, you know, if I see somebody struggling, uh, you know, because people, like I said, people have been there for me. And, you know, I, th- I just think of it as like a ripple effect. We, we all have we all have the responsibility to make this world a better place. And because, you know, it's funny. When, when I would look back on 
my DDP yoga journey, and I made some notes that I that I gave to to Crystal. There were people whose name came up that you know in this community, um, and just the you know all the the people, Dave Orth, and and you know mm-hmm. yourself, Mike, and and just uh, Steve Langer, my buddy, and, and Boston Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. It's it's how people make you feel about yourself that you remember and you think of the good times at the workouts and the workshops and you think my god what a what an amazing life this is what a great journey and how blessed am i to know these people and i really mean that you know and and you guys are included it's just it's just we we have something so special yeah i have never seen anywhere in any group that i've ever you know, been a part of. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. I, you know, just to be surrounded by so many um, positive people. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's great to it's great to find yourself suddenly instead of you know soaking in life's you know negativity and because God knows it's easy to do. But once you start to shift and you wring out that sponge and you start hanging around people that actually see something in you or, you know, they've done something or whatever the case may be with some of those people that you mentioned. um, Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, it changes your perspective in every faucet of your life. It really does. And it's just this beautiful ripple effect, you know, and I I find it, I find it in the people in in my core, my inner circle. I have a very small inner circle, you know, obviously Ava, she's right there. You know, my buddy, Jesse, who my brother out on Long Island, uh, Jesse Ruggieri, I'm very close to him. And just, you know, certain people that just have a way of making making you feel good, making everything yeah. seem, I don't know, better. Oh, E.T., my, my, my friend in, in Tennessee. Eric, Eric. Eric. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love, love you so talented, so beautiful, so positive, and so honest and transparent. Life isn't always great, and people do struggle, but we will get through this thing together. Yeah. Know? And we're, we're yeah. stronger as a group because of all our differences, and I just, I truly believe that. Yes. Just like you and I were talking the other day, and when I typed that quote, um, it's called friendship because we're mm-hmm. in this boat together. Yep. We're exactly. in this boat together. Yep. Exactly. Couldn't agree with you more. You know, I really, really. We, we all came together under this DDPY banner, and like you couldn't. You know, all the people, especially at the start there, you know, we were a pretty tight-knit group. A lot of the people before it got really big, you could, almost could name everybody who was active. Remember mm-hmm. that? You kind of just like, oh, we know stuff. And if you kind of put us together, we're the most ragtag group of, like, just from different places <laughs> yeah, in the are. world, different, like, just <laughs> everyone. There's, like, you can't, I mean, we're the worst, like, pop, boy band, girl band, whatever in the planet. Like, no one would market all of us. Like, But, like, we all come together under this, like, common goal like different beliefs different like you know nationalities races sexes you know just genders like everything everyone just piles together and if you're ddpy you're just you're one blood you bleed blue you know you bleed blue and so yeah yeah and that is that's something that is so special because like it really is you know 
on the internet, especially when you get into collection groups or message boards or whatever it may be, there gets eventually there's going to be a cancer that weaves its way in. People get ugly. Mm, yep. People get snarky. We never really need to police the community, but we just let people know that that's not tolerated, and they understand real quick that we're not going to buy into the bullshit. And it's one of those spaces that you can come in and know you're not going to get, you know, just crap or or kind of sharp stuff with people because we will weed out those who aren't really being positive. And not in like a negative way, but we just let people know this is not how it's done here. It's one of the last true, you know, good spaces of of the corner of the internet. And it's so refreshing to find a place like that you don't need to worry about. Exactly. You know, and I'm an, an admin in a um, DDPY members only group. And, you know, so many people will say that new people, you know, new group members will say, oh, this is a stupid question. But, and I'll always say, first of all, you know, you, this is a judgment free zone. You, you, ask anything, and the only stupid question is the one that's not asked. I mean, because chances are, if you're thinking of it, 10 other people are thinking the same thing, or they want to know. So, let's remove that. Let's just, you know, get rid of that. I mean, you know, just think positive, and we'll move forward, and if if we don't have the answer, we'll find it. If If I can't, you know, if I don't know the answer to your question, there are a lot of people here smarter than me, and we, we will put our heads together and find a solution. And that's that's what I love about this group, you know, the willingness well, and, of people to help each other, you know. Yeah, and I think one of the most amazing things is looking back over my time here, which mm-hmm. has been many moons. Um, it's been a couple of years, but uh, um, it it has become a place where you are not simply tolerated. It has become a place that you are celebrated and it doesn't matter if your if your wins are huge or monumental it doesn't matter or they are the fraction of a small step forward it's still celebrated because we've all been there we all started the beginning wherever the beginning may be for us and this is what makes us a team together everyone achieves more True. And that's, that's just the way true. it is. That yeah. Is. Yeah. And and that's just it. And, you know, it, I always say, oh, the good days, they're easy. Anybody can do the good days. But it's the yeah. bad days and how you get through it and and how you move forward and get out of it. Because, like I know, I like I was saying about last year, I, I just felt like I was paralyzed. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get out of myself, you know. And it, it wasn't pretty, but. Again, there were a lot of people who put out a hand and said, hey, Kat, you're not alone. And to me, that was just uh, just everything. It was everything. Just to help me move forward and, you know, propel me into my successes, you know. But, and like I said, anybody can do the easy days, but the hard days, they're going to be there. And I don't care, you know, what, you know, what you could achieve a goal weight, but you you will have a bad day. And how do you navigate that? Yeah. Well, you know, as well as as I do, you don't experience um, your lessons on the easy days. 
You experience your, right? You always achieve your lessons on the hardest Mm -hmm. days. When when you don't think that you can wrap your head around how you're going to, you know, pull your socks up, that's fine. But the attempt is where you will learn what you were made out of, essentially. That is very true. It's it's a real truth, definitely. And, you know, the other thing is, like, things are going to keep changing. I mean, the journey keeps moving. I mean, I find that now my concerns are different than it was a year ago. It's like, okay, so we just keep moving forward, you know, and sharing Mm -hmm. what we know and helping the people that are coming up because, you know, I look at the big group, the big DDP yoga group, and there's so many people over there. You know, Chase Green and, you know, my buddy Jake Order, who wants to see, wanted me to say hello to you and Mike. I love yes. Mike. He's one yeah. of my Jersey buddies. <laughs> and, you know, people like that. And it's just like there's, there's constantly beautiful new people that are, that are you know, in the group. And, um it's gotten so big. It's just unbelievable. I can't believe that yeah. it's almost like 40,000 people now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> we are a quilt of very many colors. Yes. That's, and that's the beauty that's of it. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And all, all month we've really kind of focused on telling stories. Like we're, we've been, you know, shifting the show this month heavy on storytelling and, and letting mm-hmm. people's journeys kind of be heard because I feel like in every journey, some people are going to relate to some things and some things are not going to be relatable. But if you can grab onto that one thing that you can kind of identify with or, or relate to and say, I was in that spot, like it's a comforting yep. feeling. Cause sometimes in the world you feel like you're, you're going crazy and you're all alone and you're the only person ever to feel this. Um, yeah. We have a lot of people who come to the DDPO community as broken people. I've, I've I've long since said to Katie, to my to my wife Katie, I said, I you know, perfect people hold no, hold my interest for nothing. Like I don't I don't mm. I don't find anything interesting about perfect people. Sometimes yeah, to a fault, sure. I try to get I try to give people the benefit of the doubt because I mm-hmm. know people that I love that have made real big mistakes and I love them just the same mm-hmm. and they've come out better people because of it. So sometimes people do bad. Sometimes great people do bad things or great people go through bad things or great Mm -hmm. people deal with hard things. And I think that's the real gem in it. And I feel a lot of people come to DDPY after years of abusing themselves, years of making bad choices. And you've proven that like you came to this late in life. I don't know if I would have had the courage to get on the map that day. Like you did. I actually don't think I would have at that time. And you're proof that like, you don't need to. You don't need to be. You know, day one. You know, a, a fitness. You know, guru. Like you can get on this mat. You every single day is another chance to turn it around. It's a cliche quote, but just because you know you're another day older doesn't mean you can't start today. Oh, that's for right. sure. Because what if you don't? What? If, and and here's the thing. You could say anybody could say, oh, you know, it's too hard. I'm not going to do it. Or you know, I just I feel like I'll fail. But what if you don't? What if you don't fail? What if it works? And what if it's 
you're freaking awesome, you know, and what if your life is just so good, you can't even imagine it, and that's what I want people to think of, just reach out, because it could be fantastic, you know, and I'm kind of like the poster child of you know, bad choices, I made a lifetime full of really bad choices, and my, you know, my body has paid the price, I mean, look, you know, you don't, get to be 350 pounds if you're in a really good state of mind and you know there was and I'm not going to you know go into all that because you know we all have our reasons but it's what we do when we get there that separates right. us and you say I'm not going to live and I don't care you know at the time I was like 50 or whatever I said no this is it this is my last chance and I truly felt that I because here's what I would do I mean, I have a stressful job, you know, everybody's got stress at work, but at the time I wasn't taking the train, I was driving, right? So I would drive home from Greenwich and I would hit the McDonald's drive-thru on 95 and I would then go home and eat dinner, okay? Now, and I'm talking, I did this every day because that's how I cope with stress. So, you know, I was just, I was a disaster, I, you know, I mean, you know, that's how you end up to, with type 2 diabetes, you know, with, you know, doing stuff like that, and I said, no, you know, I just, I said, I know I could do this, you know, and, and I, I always wondered, well, why, why, why is it so hard for me to, you know, I'd be watching my 600-pound life on the couch, you know, eating Doritos and, you know, drinking, you know, my Diet Coke. And I'm not kidding you. And I, that was my naivete. I just didn't really realize, you know, the gravity of it until I said, no, I have to change, and this is how I'm going to do it. And I told Dallas when I met him, I said, you know, I'm going to, you know, I have a goal in mind, and I'm going to get there with DDP yoga and, and good nutrition, and I'm on my way. And, you know, that's the thing. When when you're doing something, if you're eating a certain way and it stops working for you, that's when you have to change, you know, change your program. Just shake it up a little right. bit. Look outside your comfort zone. And that's what I did last year, you know, when I looked into keto and the, the fasting. And it just – there are things that you have to, you just have to be open to and you have to be willing to try something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. My sister, I was having a bit of a hard time this week. Sorry, Mike. And um, my sister said to me, and it kind of applies. And she just said, if you don't like where you are, you can move. You're not a tree. And yeah. when she said that, yeah, when she said that to me, it kind of, it was kind of like, have you ever had like a virtual smack in the face? And mm. that's what it felt like, right? It mm-hmm. was a virtual, I, I'm not as stuck as I have resigned myself to think I'm, I am. I'm not stuck. No, I, that, I really, that resonates within me. I felt that way for a very long time. And, and yeah, I was what, I didn't like, you know, you know, the way I was living my life. And it's just, I didn't realize that, okay, there is a different, you, there are alternative ways of living. There are ways of, you know, doing things differently and, and dealing with issues other than 
reaching out for food. But that's just yeah. we have to we have to be willing to forgive ourselves. Number one, you know, and I that's I huge. used to beat myself up and how did you let yourself get like this? You're a horrible person and nothing good will come from that mentality because it keeps you bogged down. It keeps you yep. chained. Yeah. So when you let go of that and you really learn to love yourself, that's when everything can change. You know? Yeah. And and oh, I love that. It's true. I, and, I love that so much. That's I mean that. No, we're, we're yeah. not. I, let me say this. I, I know a lot of people have had a lot of success with 12-step programs, and I, I, I think I've done great work in all this stuff. But as a food addict, and, and Kat, I know that you're, you know, obviously, the, you know, we've been through the same thing, a food addiction. You know, it's a brutal addiction. Oh it's, it's hard. You go yep. to the 12-step programs, and they'll teach you that. They'll say, and this is the one thing that I really hated about, like, hearing those mentalities they they tell you you're powerless over over your your addiction. That's not what I needed to hear. I needed to learn no, I was powerful. No. I needed okay. I needed to learn that I was I held the power in my hands. I needed to learn that, you know, I'm the one that's going to the fridge and making the choice to either reach for the block of cheese or to reach for the apple. That's my hand doing it. And once you okay. have that power and realize that I am the cause and solution to that problem right in front of me right now, those invisible chains get a little looser. And you start to learn that you're in control of your actions. And it may not be – you may not click the first day. But if I'm confronted by the choice of the apple or the block of cheese, in my mind, be conscious enough to put my muscles to use to work towards that apple and grab that That's apple true. and go sit down. Because right. I have that power to do so within myself. I'm not powerless. Those chains aren't real. Those chains are invisible. Those are chains created by myself. And mm-hmm. they are ultimately loosened and eventually broken by myself. But it takes it. the mentality of consciously reaching for the right choice, and eventually those become habits. And yeah. I'm in the process of still trying to conquer those problems. I'm in the process of trying to still make those habits, and I'm never, never going to be healed from this and never going to be completely behind me. Um, but, you know, you got, all you can hope for is in this decision right now, move my muscles mm-hmm. to work toward the better one. Exactly. Right. And that's just it. I think a lot of people get, I I observe a lot of people, they're at the point where they just think, I'll never be able to do this. This is just too hard. I, I can't just change everything at once. And I always say, you don't have to. You can make a series of sustainable changes that will help you, that will make life easier. But no, maybe you can't change everything overnight, and maybe you were not intended to, but you can definitely change things week by week, you know, and then it turns into month by month. And before you know it, you know, you've you've made a, a series of sustainable changes that will help you get closer to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's powerful. When people realize the power that they have, and like you said, Mike, we have to acknowledge that we are powerful and we do have, you know, intelligence and we can, we're capable of making good choices that, you know, are going to get us closer to where we want to be and how we want to feel. And because we really do, everyone deserves that good life. It's just, it's it's something that everybody, and we can all have it, but 
we have to work for it. And, you know, if, if it was easy, everybody would do this, but it's not. Amen. But, Amen. Right? Amen. But the, but the key is it, everyone can do this. It's just not easy. Yeah. Who's willing to actually exactly. put the work in? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, you know, I think, I think people, because of the phone, we have this instant, we're in this instant life cycle of like, okay, well, I can download this app and, you know, play this game and I'll beat it and whatever. But it doesn't work instantly. You have to surrender to the fact that you're going to, it's going to take time. And you have to, you're worth the investment. And that's what people need to acknowledge. It will take time, it's not an overnight process. You know, I certainly didn't get to be 350 pounds overnight. It took me 35, 36 years to get to that point. So you're not going to come back from that in a week or two. <laughs> it's just no, not going to happen. No. Yeah. No. Certainly. And I mean, um, right? Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We get this lag. Yeah, it's. I blame my country. Um, there, there was a quote, Kat, when I came back from Summit. I was on the airplane leaving Atlanta and flying into uh-huh. Toronto. And there was a quote that I came up with, and uh-huh. it basically said, DDPY, it's never been about the size of your ass, but it is about getting your head out of it. Yes. That's great. You, you need to so you need to uh, trademark that and put that on a T-shirt. Start selling them over at pdp. dot com. I love right? that quote. Yeah, it, but it's, it's true. It's, you know, it's no, it, it really is. And you know, uh, I gotta add. Kate, was Kate was Ava? Did Ava ever have a weight problem or or she? Because she's always looked real, you know, real thin. And because how did that you know affect the dynamic? Is she one of those people that could? eat and stay thin or was it one of those people which are she always health conscious or because I've been in a relationship where I was the bigger one it's funny I mean she so she Ava has a lot of different issues health wise none of them are weight related I mean she's had a lot and she's still going through a lot of issues um, that have been very challenging but um, she found out that she has a lot of food allergies so we've been working with that and trying mm. to identify you know what she can what she can tolerate and what will help her but um, Oh my God! I mean, we love to eat. Ava and I love to eat. You know, it's it's just, and she she just has a great appetite. You know, she's from the Midwest. She grew up in Wisconsin. She's, you know, she loves. You know, it's you meat, say no more. cheese, beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Packer football. You know, and Packers. But um, so we we are absolutely two of a kind when it comes to food, but. I mean, it never really, you know, it didn't bother me. I mean, she didn't have to watch what she, watch what she ate. But we now know, you know, I mean, in terms of weight-wise, you know, it wasn't a scale thing for her. But for her, it's a health factor, you know. So, um, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. actually, um, she's lost some weight, you know, eating the way she is eating now. Um, and actually, it's kind of funny because she people say, "Well, does is Ava doing keto?" And I'm like, "Well, if you think about it, I mean, she wouldn't say she is, but she really kind of does, you know." Um, yeah. It's just that we we if you're living with somebody. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that is by virtue of that. But we've really changed how we eat. I mean, my God, I mean, I went from at one, I, you know, like I would say in 2011, I mean, I had pizza on speed dial, and I have gone 180 degrees the opposite. And, you know, I mean, I'm in, we're in Connecticut. Pizza, we do pizza really well here. And I can't even tell you the last time I've had pizza, but it's okay because – I don't need it. I mean, you know, it, it was fun when it lasted, but it's like, okay, it's time to grow up and, you know, you just can't do, you can't eat everything that you think you want because that food doesn't love you. I mean, it didn't love me, mm-hmm. you know. It's certainly, um, I don't miss it. And, you know, I'm kind of just happy to be living the way I'm living now, you know. Um, and, I have to tell you this. It's funny because with the fasting, I, I have I put much more less energy into thinking about food. And for somebody who you know used to plan their next meal before they were finished with their current meal, it's kind of mind blowing for me. Yeah. That's that's a real crucial step too. Because even at my best moments. I still had an unhealthy relationship with food. I obsessed with mm. not going to the fridge. I obsessed with, I got to do this right mm. or everything's going to go to hell. Like once you can yeah. get to the point where food just becomes a secondary conversation, like just a passerby, mm-hmm. like I need this to survive. It's not of an obsession because yep. people could be yep. the other way, you know, doing really well and be obsessing, but that's still just not an unhealthy relationship. And it's going to, it's going to flip one of these days. You've got to exactly. learn to yep. terms with your problems yep. with food. I've I've kind of learned to look upon food as fuel and, you know, when I need to, when I need to, you know, fuel my body, I'm going to do it in a healthy way. And and that's going to, for me now, it involves a lot of, a lot of salad, big salads, healthy, lean protein or some beef, you know, um, you know, and vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, anything that's lower, you know, on the, the carb scale. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just, it becomes second nature. And now I don't even really have to think about it. I just say, okay, this is the new normal, you know. And I've, I've grown to a again, point, too, that, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no. no. I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. Um, I, oh, sorry about that. We have this horrible lag on this show. The, the internet radio still has a few bugs to work out. But I was just saying – you know, once you kind of learn to like, you know, I was never a cook. I was always a takeout kid. And I mm-hmm. eat late, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even good takeout. It was like Domino's pizza. It wasn't even like, like New York mm. good pizza. It was just like what's open and what's quick. So but yep. once you get in that mentality of, of eating, it becomes enjoyable and you learn your way around the kitchen. And then like eating just becomes like a, a, a communal event. Like you could cook with your spouse and or you can make dinner together or you can just – it's so much more casual. It's, it's nice. It becomes part of the exactly. routine instead of just – grabbing a box of pizza, flipping it open in front of the TV and oh, just yeah. mindlessly mowing on crap. It's true. We got last year we bought we got an air fryer and uh that was one of the best things. I one of uh, the best purchases I've ever made in my life. It's just been it's just been uh, it's changed the way we cook because it takes a lot less time and it's also very healthy because you control the oil. There's much less oil and it's, I really recommend that for anybody that's looking, you know, for a good, you know, way of, of, of 
you know, making food, healthy food in, in less amount of time, check out the air fryer because I, I just couldn't believe how much, it, how much uh, easier it was, you know, and, and when something is easy and, and easy to do, I find that I will gravitate toward it. And we, we use this thing, gosh, uh, it's, always in, it's always in use in our house. It's just really amazing. We got we got to pick your brain on that one because we can't seem to use ours without setting every alarm off really? in the house fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are we're ways of, of, of making it. You know, like wings are really good. We we do a lot of Ava makes. She, she likes uh, making wings in it, and they're very healthy. You know, um, that sounds good. But, Everything comes out delicious. Yeah. It just I think the smell just triggers all the smoke alarms for some reason in our place. So we're gonna have to okay. find a way around that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, maybe the oil, the oil burning on like the the metal or something does yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we are just we're just about out of time here. But real quick before we wrap up, first of all, I want to say thanks for coming on. Like I said, you're just you're one of those people okay. here in the community that I know that you're there for a lot of people, but you're also you have a level of honesty, and also when someone needs it, you have that level of of honesty that, that they don't <laughs> want to hear, which is almost a, a rare yeah. and a cherished form of honesty because. Sometimes just giving someone the line of bullshit that, you know, they don't is not mm. what they need. Sometimes they need truth. No. And, and there's people like you who have a compassionate way of giving truth. And um, oh, I know a lot of people you. reach out to you and depend on you for uh, for that kind of uh, shoulder to lean on in those situations. And you and Ava and everyone, you know, w- there's so many positive people here. And, and it's great that we can all bounce off each other in those situations. You've been here for a long time, and uh, you know you're just a real great beacon to this uh, oh, to this community. And uh, we thank you for all you do around here. Oh, Mike, thank yeah. you so much, really, and thank Absolutely. you guys. You guys give so much of yourselves, and you know we really. I, I just love your show. I, I just like I said, when I need a you know some positive something positive, I turn to you guys with this show, and you never oh, fail. Yeah, seriously. So thank you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and before you go, do you have do you have any immediate goals? Anything like in the future that you're kind of just doesn't have to be like a singular thing, but an idea. Anything that you want to cling on to to just like I'm going to do that one of these days. You set it to page on day one. What's your uh, what's your long term? Just I want to nail this out of the park goal. Oh, black crow. Black Crow. I'm the, yeah. I'm the eternal student of the Black Crow, you know. Me too. I will do it. I will get there. And I think it's going to go hand in hand with my scale goal of Wonderland. I think when I, you know, lose the lose the stomach, it'll be a lot easier and more more achievable. But definitely. And I'll tell you what, when I hit it, everyone's going to know. Cause you, you, Crystal, you'll hear me screaming up from, uh, you know, from <laughs> Connecticut up in Canada. So, yeah. yeah we're going to... We're going to officially have to change the name to Cat Crow. <laughs> oh, I <love laughs> yeah, <it>. we are. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, thanks, well, thank guys. you so much, and, and give our love to Ava, and thank you guys for I hanging sure in and missing yeah. Miles Kennedy <laughs> and oh, Slash. Yeah. That would have been cool. a cool show. But I'm oh, honored that friend. I ranked above Slash and the people to hang out with tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love you guys. Love you. Love you too. Right, you too. Thank you Thanks. so much. Okay. All right, Crystal. All right. We're gonna have to Take get care, us out guys. of here with a quote. Let's uh, let's okay. throw us a quote and then we'll head on out. 
sure. Now, this quote I specifically picked, um, I saw it and saw a cat right away. And I hope she likes it. So the quote is, I don't know who it's by, um, but it is, you are far too smart to be the only thing that is standing in your way. Wow. That's, that's, that's good. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. And uh, Thank you. That's perfect. So uh, we'll, that, that'll be the cat, the cat door quote, if you will. You can always find the yep. cat door. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. All right. uh, we'll be back thank next you. week. Brand new episode of DDP Radio. Live DDPradio.com. Have a great week. Stay motivated. Remember, own your life and never give up. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Checked it today, Bye. man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night.